0: The Vinekeeper Bible Podcast Guyana, South America The Land of Many Waters My name is Rick Walker Bethlehem The City of David Where David was born Where David was a shepherd Where David was anointed king over Israel, Bethlehem, where Jesus the son of David was born, Jesus the good shepherd and king over spiritual Israel. It is very symbolic for Jesus to be born in Bethlehem. It fulfilled the prophecy of Micah and marked Jesus as the descendant of David who would sit on David's throne, the Lion of Judah. His kingdom is spiritual, it is eternal, and his kingdom is on earth today. It is very symbolic for Jesus to be born in Bethlehem. Jesus, the son of David, is born in the city where David was born. The area of Bethlehem is where David took care of sheep and where he was anointed king over Israel. It is easy to see the symbolism. David was from the tribe of Judah, and he ruled over an earthly kingdom, the Lion of Judah. But Jesus is a descendant of David, and he would reign over an eternal spiritual kingdom. So David and the descendant of David were both born in Bethlehem. Birth in Bethlehem is symbolic of his kingship. That is easy to see. But there is more symbolism connected to his birth in this place. Let me tell you briefly about a Jewish scholar named Alfred Edersheim. You run into his name a lot when you research the Gospels. In the 19th century, Edersheim converted from Judaism to Christianity, and he opened the eyes of the Christian world to the Jewish cultural backgrounds of the first century that help us better understand the Gospels. His best-known book is The Life and Times of Jesus the Messiah, a classic, and he was a good writer. From the manger in Bethlehem to the preaching of John, chapter 6, The Nativity of Jesus the Messiah. A lot of good stuff there. I will post a link in the show notes. Here's what he has to say about Bethlehem. He tells us that no one questioned that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem, and no one questioned that he would be revealed from the Tower of the Flock. Let's talk about the Tower. Let's talk about the Shepherds and the Passover Lamb. It was a common practice for Shepherds to build towers in the fields where they kept their flocks. They would take rocks, and build a tower. Some were very simple towers. And some were apparently complex, even having a room underneath the tower. From the top of those towers, they could easily look down and watch over their sheep. Between Bethlehem and Jerusalem was a tower for watching over the flocks of sheep. It was called Magdal Eder, the tower of the flock. And it was very close to Bethlehem. It was outside the city, but it was a part of Bethlehem, Edersheim says it was an accepted fact, an accepted belief that the Messiah would be revealed from this tower. Let's go back to Micah. Micah prophesied that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. He also prophesied about the tower of the flock and the coming king. Chapter 4 in verse 8. And so it was thought that the Messiah would be revealed from this tower, Which was located just outside of Bethlehem. That is one interpretation of Micah. There were a lot of shepherd's towers in Israel, but this one was special. Very, very special. The shepherds were special and the sheep were special. Do you know why? Okay, I will tell you. It was a strict rule that shepherds could only keep flocks in the wilderness areas. I guess they did not want flocks kept where people lived and traveled. So all of the flocks were in the wilderness. But there was one exception. There was one place where shepherds kept flocks that were not in the wilderness. It was right here between Jerusalem and Bethlehem. Why did shepherds keep sheep here? Just a few miles away was the temple. And the temple required a lot of sheep for sacrifices. Every morning a lamb was sacrificed at nine o'clock. And every afternoon, another one was sacrificed at three o'clock. Every Sabbath, there were an additional two lambs offered, so four every Sabbath. And lambs were used as sin offerings, and guilt offerings, and fellowship offerings. Leviticus chapters 3, 5, and 7. The Jewish historian Josephus says that 260,000 lambs were sacrificed during Passover. Was he exaggerating? Some scholars think so. But the temple needed a lot of sheep. It was very practical to raise a sheep near the temple outside of Jerusalem near Bethlehem. This is the place where sheep were raised for the temple. This is the place where the Passover lambs were born. It is where they were raised. It is where they were led off to the temple to be sacrificed. And the shepherds were special shepherds. Edersheim says they were not common shepherds. They are in charge of the sheep for the temple. They are priestly shepherds. You know that sacrificial lambs had to be without defects. Leviticus 22 and verse 17 The sacrifice for a free will offering or for a vow cannot be blind, it cannot be injured, it cannot be maimed, it can't have warts or sores. And Exodus 12 and verse 5 tells us about the Passover lambs or goats. They must be one year old and without defects. These shepherds examined every lamb when it was born. They checked for defects. Lambs born without defects were then kept for sacrifice at a later time the shepherds kept them safe from harm so they could be an acceptable sacrifice. Are you starting to see the symbolism? Let's go back to Joseph and Mary. So Joseph and Mary have come to Bethlehem for the census and for Jesus to be born. But there is no place for them in the inn. The word here for inn, kataluma, can mean an inn without a host, or it can mean a guest room, It may have been what they called a con. A lot of towns had cons. It was a square shelter with open sections facing the middle. So you would get basically a section and settle in. They were outside and they were open. So you could see everyone, and they could see you. And they were free. For poor people, and for people just passing through, sometimes caravans, it was a community service. And when the time came to give birth, They laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them to stay. Of course, a manger is a feeding tray for animals. Put the food in, the animal eats from the tray or the trough. Interesting Greek word. It's interesting because the word had two meanings. One is a feeding tray or trough. The other meaning is a stall. A stall is a small place that holds animals. It's the same word luke used in chapter 13 and verse 15. Jesus said, You hypocrites! Doesn't each one of you take your ox out of the stall? Fetne, on the Sabbath, and take it for water? So the word could mean manger, a feeding trough, or it could mean a stall, a pen for keeping animals. Whatever it was, it seems to have been at the tower of the flock. Either Jesus is lying in a feeding trough, or he is lying in a pen where sacrificial Passover lambs were born. There were a lot of sheep in this area. And when a sheep was ready to give birth, the shepherd would bring it close to the watchtower, maybe even inside the watchtower. Is this the place where Jesus was born? The symbolic connection is easy to see. When John was preaching in the wilderness, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the world's sin. Jesus, the Passover lamb, born in the place where Passover lambs were born. First Peter 1 in verses 18 and 19 tells us that we were not redeemed with perishable things. like gold or silver. But we were redeemed with the blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish and defect. Jesus' birth in Bethlehem is symbolic of his kingship because David was born in Bethlehem. And Jesus' birth in Bethlehem is symbolic of his sacrifice, because Passover lambs were born in Bethlehem. A lion and a lamb, a lamb to redeem and a lion to rule.